Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 224th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Joined, man, I miss Doug. I just, I, I just miss Doug at this point. Yeah, no, it's not the same. And I, and I know he's, he's moving closer. Like he'll be blocks away from me. Um, yeah, is he moving? Or do you know where he's going? I think he's going to stay with Tommy for the time being. All right, he's going to and and get the living situation sorted out. So, um, anyway, it'd be good to you know. Like I said, maybe I got to get a couch for down here or something. So, um, the the prevalence of the rats, though, like we've had like a couple rats here in the last couple of years, and creating a home for them like that. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Just, I think desk chairs might, I'm just going to stick with desk chairs, I think. Anyways. Without fabric, yeah, no fabric. Without like, you know, like a cavern. Yeah, yeah, you know, create yeah. a I don't, I don't, resort. I don't mind it. Like if they, if they chewed up, the, I mean, there's fabric on the chairs. If they chewed up the chairs, that's one thing. But like, I don't want them living in the fucking thing. Right, you can't create a hotel. Right. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm watching the the condensed replay of Chargers Chiefs right now. I watched the game, pretty much the whole game. Um, but there was a throw that Mahomes made in the first half to Fortson that was just like, why even why even throw it? Oh, it's that's right, because you can complete it. What an asshole. Like the ball was in the tight end's hands before the guy even turned around, and it was the tightest coverage you've ever seen. Um, and then Kelsey goes in for a touchdown. What an asshole! What a bunch of assholes. Um, yeah, Mahomes is Mahomes. Yeah. So how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, doing we're, 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 we're talking about golf, and uh, you didn't even, you didn't even ask how I played today. How'd you play today? I got my first birdie with a putter. So that was sick. Ooh, yeah. Um, and uh, I got... Uh, so I had this is my first round with my new clubs, with the new TaylorMades. Uh-huh. And uh, shot a 58 on the front. So, you know, the clubs didn't fix anything. Nope. But then uh, I shot a 44 on the back, which was... The first time I've ever been under 45 for either the back or the front nine. So that's that's breaking yeah. the territory right there. Yeah. So I was uh I was I I was at 31 through the seven through the seven holes on the first seven holes on the back nine. And and I had if I just parred, there was a par five and a par three. And if I just parred them, I would have been sub 40 for the first time on also for the first time. Like, but I'm like, holy. So I went, uh, anyway, I had a lot of fun with the new clubs, especially on the back nine. And, uh, it was all of a sudden I'm like, instead of being like, man, I hope I can break 90 one day. I'm like sitting there going like, fuck, I was, I was dealing right there. 
I I should keep <laughs> working on this. And this is how you spend thousands of dollars on golf a year. Yep. You yep. go seven We're- stupid holes where you're three over. You're the best stretch of your fucking golf life. Yep. And uh this is this is how this is how addictions and problems start. So yeah. down the rabbit hole you go. Where did you play? Uh Saquon, the Willow Glen course. Which is the harder of the two uh full full length courses there. And I hadn't realized I'd played it before. Uh, but it was until I got to until I got to the bird the hole that I birdied, I'm like, oh, I have been here. And then there was another couple, and then the rest of the maybe it was just because I was like when last time I played there, I was drinking. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't remember that course until like the last five or six holes. So anyway, it's a golf update. First, first birdie with a putter. Um, so I was, I was pumped. Old guys I was playing with, they're like, oh, now you got to buy his beers. I'm like, fuck. Okay, fine. No, old guy. That doesn't work. It's fine. I got my first birdie. What do I care? Um, Chiefs and Chargers played tonight. I the the ins and outs of the game don't make that there there wasn't some kind of huge refereeing scandal. Uh, no. the Chargers the Chargers of course had their injuries. Mike Williams was out. Keenan Allen came. Mike Williams came back. Mike Williams got hurt. Um, there was uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen came back. Uh, it was a you know. It was a – I remember thinking in the first half of the game, I'm like, man, I wish the Niners had played this version of the Chiefs, but I'm glad that the Niners didn't play this version of the Chargers. And then the normal version of the Chiefs showed up in the second half. and Yeah, and the Chargers just didn't do it. Yeah, it, it was more – you know, I didn't feel like the Chargers blew the game so much as the Chiefs are just better. And and it kind of brings me to the point, like, why even fucking bother if you're the rest of the <laughs> West at this point? Yeah, basically. I mean, they just have to play seasons, right? They have to. But uh, that Chiefs team, if they're playing it like, I don't know, 80%. Of of uh, their potential, they're very very hard to beat. Very they, very hard to beat. Well, it's it's not just it's not just the eighty percent of their they're they're kind of like the 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 comparison between the Chiefs and the Warriors gets made too often. Um, in terms of like, mm-hmm. oh, they're just out there doing things that nobody else is doing, and and uh, all this other shit. But the thing that I do think is is really similar is that aside from this year and the Warriors aren't off to a great start this year, but the typical Warriors teams, even if they're even if they're down, even if they're losing, they are three minutes and fifteen like a fifteen points in three minutes type of run away from just completely taking back control of the game. Right. And that's used to me. Is it, yeah, I I, it matter what the score is? Yeah, I would agree to that comparison. If you're gonna, I mean, you know, cross sports, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, it's like one play. They're always one play away. If it, it seems like, even like you said, when they're down, when it's not going their way, when Mahomes is off a little bit, there's still, you know, one play can change it, can change momentum for them. And they're really and, good. They're very, they're very quick to respond to momentum or, or very it, quick to create momentum. And it's the psychological aspect of playing them that you just can't, you don't get a break in the game. There, there was, I think it was, yeah, it was 13, 17 here. Yeah. Here, here we are coming up on the end of the, the um, first half and the Chargers score, they get a touchdown, they kick off the numbnuts, uh, young rookie uh, kick returner steps out of bounds at like the seven. So pins his own pins, their own offense back. Uh, the chiefs go three and out. And the Chargers now, with two minutes and 50 seconds left, they're up four points. They are going to get the ball back. And then they also are going to get the ball back after halftime. So they have the potential here that if they do it right, they could go from up 17-13 to up 31-13 in two possessions. Because they're going to have the possessions both times. and. What happens? They only like they get it all the way down to uh here is two minutes to go. Eckler up the middle. Fast forward this. They're inside the 10, minute and five. They get Eckler up the middle again. Stuffed. And this turns into a field goal. So instead of going up 24-13, Herbert takes uh, not quite a sack, but he gets hit, has to throw it away. That was third and two. And then on fourth and two. Now, this is where you're supposed to kick. You know, this whole, like, go for it on fourth down, anywhere on the field type of shit that Mm -hmm. especially the Chargers are, are, are famous for, certainly last year. And this is the area that this is the time where you're supposed to kick, where that goes out the window because you don't get the benefit of backing them up. Like with only 17 seconds left in the first half, you don't get the benefit of backing them up in their own inside their own five yard line because they'll just kneel on the ball. The half's over and you're not going to get the ball back anyway. So you're supposed to kick the field goal here, but that's against everybody else. And I don't know. I just, I, you can't ever settle for field goals against this team. Ever, 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 ever. Yeah, I agree. It's, you have to be 100% pedal on the metal. And and if you're going to lose that way, you're going to lose that way. But there's no way, you can't beat them by, you know. Yeah, just uh, playing smart. You don't beat them by playing smart. You have to gamble, you have to roll the dice. And you have to do everything you possibly can and score as much as humanly possible on that team. Even if you leave, like you have to, you have to be willing to leave three points on on the field at the end of yeah. a half 
to um to like like you got to go against the even you got to go against the, even the analytics book you got to be even more aggressive than the analytics book because they can just do whatever the fuck they want seemingly yeah so i mean this is the 14th time in a 14th game in a row that mahomes has won on the road against an afc west opponent it's 14 straight road victories for him. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. They're, yeah, that's rough. They're three games up on the Chargers now, plus they hold the tiebreaker, so it's really four games. Um, And there's only, what are we talking, seven games left? So they're going to win the fucking division again. Even after yeah. everybody was freaking out about, oh, they're not going to be the same without Tyreek Hill. And then everybody uh, arming up in the in the, the offseason. Right. And, and they were, this was going to be the Chargers. You know, the Chargers brought in Khalil Mack and this and that and the other thing. And no, nobody cares. Andy Reid doesn't fucking care. Nope. Mahomes doesn't care. It's fucking annoying. Not that I don't like them. There's, I don't, this is, but there's nothing. Can you find anything to hate about the Chiefs? Uh, no, just Mahomes' brother, but that's it. And you know what? I haven't, I haven't seen or heard from him in a long time. Ghost, him and the wife. Yeah, disappeared. That's why, that's why he's doing so well right now. They need to fucking put out a fucking <laughs> APB. Like, if I'm the Chargers... <laughs> right. Or the Bills, you know, it's like, man, how do we... I would I would hire people just to taunt Jackson Mahomes for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, just to, just to uh, troll Jackson Mahomes and get him, get him there, get him something. Yeah, like invite, like retire John Madden's whistle or something, and invite him to, <laughs> yeah. you know, invite him to stand on the sideline right where dot dot what like something right. Just create events for Jackson to ruin. Um, get his wife. Uh, like have like Moet like pay Moet to sponsor his wife or something like just do something like you've got to get creative with the chiefs. Yeah. Get a commercial out there or something. I, I mean somebody, like this is somebody this put is it on like, TV. Yeah. The, get a the reality show thing where they don't know where, you know, they right. don't know where the, the leader of Scientology's wife is. I think this is maybe the same thing. Maybe, maybe she's not okay. I think and, get and we do fun. need to look for her. Yeah, I mean, maybe we do. But then again, we are just talking about what's not hateable about the Chiefs. It's okay. Right? We don't think we need to go to those lengths. But what I think what's really would do the job is somebody to fund a uh, reality show with uh, with the wife and uh, Jackson. Yeah. Keeping it Mahomes or something like that. Ooh. <laughs> Mahomes don't play that. 
12 and still play that. <laughs> the but I mean, on the range. Okay, listen, you're the Waltons. You own fucking Walmart. You also own the Broncos. Like, give her her own, like, Martha Stewart style thing at Walmart. You know, yeah, she's she a collection. You no, know, you know, she used to shop there. She probably used to work there. Give There's, her, yeah, give her a, uh, uh, what, what is her name? Patrick Mahomes. Brittany. Oh, God. Of course it is. <laughs> of, course, of course it is. Wait, wait, wait. Is it one of those? Is it one of those names with Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty late, Teddy Lynn. Bobby Lynn. Um, yeah, Brittany. Brittany, give uh, yeah, give him the, give her a collection at Walmart and call it Basic. Right. Yeah. Brittany's Basic Collection, and it's just you know, shitty knockoff. It's just, it's just a bunch Target of like knockoff. velour, velour jumpsuits and. Uh, um yeah yeah just but just like you know live laugh love and all those things and stuff yeah. oh yeah 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 that's yeah. i mean if you're if you're walmart and you own the broncos and you need to distract Brittany, you need to distract patrick mahomes then you you've got to this is all out guerrilla warfare you need to give her her own money so that you can't yeah. you can't put a muzzle on somebody who's got their own collection at Walmart. Can't do right. that. No, that's big time. She's making like whatever she wants to make. Give pay her make her the Giselle of Walmart. <laughs> Cuz Giselle Giselle had all the money. Yeah. I mean, for for a for ten percent for a ten percent premium on the money that the Walmart the the Walmart heirs just paid for the Broncos for a ten percent premium, they could make they could give Brittany more money than Patrick Mahomes, and then watch that balance of power just completely like she was unstoppable. Last year, she yeah. was a force to be reckoned with. She was the Patrick Mahomes of annoying wives. She really was. She could do anything she want. You couldn't put her in a box. Even oh. even when you kept her away from the other crowd, she would just lean over and spray champagne on them. Yep. You can't take her to public. And you don't need, listen, you don't need to invest as much money in Jackson. Like twenty million. You give that guy twenty million, he's dead within seven years. For sure. But during those seven, not that I'm wishing anybody's down downfall, but no. in that seven years, he's gonna put out like he's gonna he's gonna end up being the 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 jersey. Oh, and give him like a Jersey Shore style show. Like the Kings of Kansas yeah. City or some shit. Yeah. Prince Prince of Kansas City. Right. Fresh where Prince of KC. Yeah. Where they where are they from? I mean, dad was a baseball player, so 
you know, from is relative. And when when school in Texas Tech, I imagine he might be from Texas just because I'm not sure you go to Texas Tech unless you're from Texas. Yeah. This is all. I think I think this is an actual game plan because people are asking me in my in my I, I posted the Q and A. They're like, "What? How do we fix the Broncos?" And that's where I kind of was like, "Why? Why are we even trying to? Why are we even talking about this?" Yeah, you don't fix the Broncos; you destroy the Chiefs. You you absolutely tear down everybody else's building to make yours seem taller. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, do the t- are the have- are the Titans that good a team? No. Are they going to win the division every year? Yes. Why? Because every other franchise is in complete disarray. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have to do anything to the Raiders. Right. The, the Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. They're going to do that right. to themselves. The, the Chargers, Chargers are first. Yeah, they're the same. It's really you've got, you've got one job, Walmart people. Yeah. Like, this is how you... This is how just, you just put, it's easier. It's easier than that. It's easier than that. Just put them in. Just put them in Walmart commercials. No, you got to. You got to. You got to change the balance of power there. I think. I really think you've got to give her a couple hundred million dollars. Just like they call it, "fuck you" money for a reason. Right. Right. Giselle's not. Giselle's not waiting around for. Uh, for Tom's career to be over. She's saying, no, motherfucker, retire or I'm divorcing you because I'm Giselle. I'm a badass. We need Brittany. We need Brittany Myers or whatever her fucking name is to have that kind of confidence. We need Giselle levels of confidence. She yeah, might already have good. Giselle levels of confidence. She doesn't have yeah, Giselle levels of money. Sure. And because yeah, they're not married yet, she doesn't have access to it. She might have; they might have a gnarly prenup. Like, she's basically an indentured servant at this point. We got a, we've got a free Britney. They did; a, they've been doing a hashtag about that for years. Free Britney. Let's just Britney Spears isn't using it anymore. Let's fucking yeah. It's got a following. Yeah, she probably yeah. spells it different though. I'm sure she does. Yeah. Probably an IE and a Y in there, but the wrong place. The, this, this is so easy. I don't know why. Listen. Yeah. Make me the CEO of, I mean, this is just, it's a CIA op. This is what. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. This is just, this is just an op. I, I've I've seen this movie before. It's called Syriana. We're just we're, we're gonna we're gonna make Brittany on it. Yeah, we just we just yeah, just infiltrate. Like uh, uh the the Batman Begins, same thing. We need the League of Shadows to basically do that to their marriage. Em- empower Brittany. Yeah, I free Brittany. I thought they. I thought they did get married. I don't know. Free Britney. Free Britney. I'm worried about her. Where is Britney? First, we have to find out where she is. Next, we have to free her. Third, 
empower her, enrich her. She's the only one that can pull this off. And I think it's and Jackson. It's both of them. I don't think it I can I don't think one person can do it. It's gotta come from all angles. Full fledged assault. I think if she's acting in like if she's acting the way we need her acting with the amount of money that she would now have access to in this scenario, that Jackson follows. Because what's Jackson doing right now? He's 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 listening to the person with the most money in the relationship. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't behaving himself out of loyalty to his brother. His brother obviously, or people close to his brother obviously sat down and said, Motherfucker, you're on an allowance. And you will stop, or you you do your chores, or you don't get your fucking allowance. And okay. uh and we need Brittany to be the one in charge of how much Jackson gets for his weekly allowance. Yeah, there we go. That's what you do. Empower Brittany and give her domain over Jackson. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, it's like Pat can't, Patrick can't spend the time putting the leash on, on Jackson if he's playing like he had tough enough, he had to, there was an off season project for him was getting the two of them to shut the fuck up. And so like, we need to, yeah, we need the, Oh, what's Brittany going to do now that she's, you know, does, does Patrick get any of her money in the divorce? It needs to be her money now. Yeah, let's do it. This makes me a feminist, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do I get my I get my badge now? I think so. Sweet. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. So you want to fix the Broncos? You want to fix the Raiders? Well, the Raiders are too poor. They can't even fire Josh McDaniel. So there's no way the Raiders can pull this off. And the Chargers are too cheap. So that's not happening. It's got to be the Broncos. They have, yeah, they have all the. They've got the money. They've got the means and the uh, and the reason. You want to make Russell Wilson look like a good signing? Free Britney. Right. Yep. You don't have to make him better. Tear everybody else down. Yeah. I'm available. Um, I mean, shit. If I were to, if I were to work for, if I were to work for them, I would. Would I technically be an employee of Walmart? Uh, no, no, no. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have many companies. They're gonna have multiple offshore, fucking all sorts of things. Because I wouldn't want to be companies like, and... Broncos. No, well, that's you can't. That's the Walmart's too close too. You could draw a straight line there. Yeah. Anyway, I'm available for the right price. I will not give up the 49er dome or the meme page. Uh, but for the right amount of money, I will orchestrate and architect the free Britney movement. It's a it's a it's a crime what they're doing to her, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I'll consult. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is how we make it. It's how we get yeah. rich, Jeff. I'm in. Thought podcasting was going to get us there. Nope. 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 Indirectly. Wouldn't have come up Indirectly. with the idea if we sitting here bullshitting. Right, but we'd bullshit anyway. Actually, right. we probably wouldn't. We, we bullshit way more than we normally would bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is forced bullshit. Yeah. Right. We have an appointment to bullshit two to three times a week. Right. So it's organized bullshit. As much as we can, like, yeah, as much as we can organize anything. Right. All it takes is for one of us to move, and all of a sudden the podcast is just the same. <laughs> like, like, like moving across countries that big of a deal. Right. Right. Come on. I've done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do it every six months. What's What's the problem? <laughs> yeah. Um, and <laughs> got a lot of time in the car. A lot of time solo. A lot of time to think about where life got you. No, it's uh, everybody forgive Doug. He's moving across the country and he's also making stops to see family and to do things. And so most likely he's driving all day. And then when he gets wherever he's going at night, he's either socializing or sleeping. Right. So no, the um the it's gonna be it's gonna be good to have Doug back in San Diego. It's gonna be real good. You gonna get him in the studio? I think, I mean, I think it's almost mandatory. I might have to get a better camera. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense if he's not. I mean, he's right down the street. Yeah. I have a Perfect. feeling it's going to get, get tricky to have for Doug to move, though. Like, leave, leave at night. Uh, like, leave here? No, 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 like, leave where he is. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we'll see. Doug, if you're listening to this episode of the podcast, <laughs> come up he with will. He'll be, he's be, doing be the last, what is it, Was he doing the last leg tomorrow? He said he got to Santa Fe today? Yeah, I think, uh, so, I don't know. Something, something, something. He's not here tonight. He's not here for tonight's pod, and he's not going to be on for tomorrow's pod. Tomorrow's pod's easy, though, because... Niners play tomorrow. Niners reaction. I can eat up 30 yeah. minutes. That's what you're talking. Yeah, and I'm just going to say, uh-huh. Yep, yep, uh-huh. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was sleeping. Sorry. What? Something, something, something steering wheel? Yeah, there you go. Yellow mustard sucks. And uh, hockey's great. <laughs> right. And uh, yellow mustard, yellow cars, and Orange County. They all suck. Did I miss anything? Yep. Nope. That's it. That's my top three. God, the Chargers had this one, man. They did. They did. They just charged it. I, it's all those uniforms. Those are the greatest uniforms ever. The, the yellow the pants. Blue, the baby blue, blues. Yellow pants. Yeah, those are so good. Yeah. Um, The other chatter out of this was the MVP race is over. The great. Who else is in it? Well, you've you got probably Jalen Hurts, Tua. Yeah. yeah. Josh Justin Allen's Jefferson. Working 
Justin Jefferson. I'd say Justin Jefferson. And like if, if you were, okay, so the quarterbacks in my mind that probably have the upper hand at this point would be Mahomes in the lead. Then you've got uh, feel good stories, which would be Tua, Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts. So those would be the I don't want to vote for Mahomes, so I'll vote for somebody else votes. Um, and then the front runner turned dark horse would be Josh Allen, but he would have to really fucking go crazy. Yeah, he'd have to really turn it on, Kenzie. Like, no more of this bullshit. Right. This like the the narrative has to be, you know. He had he had the little blip midseason. And the way Josh Allen goes is the way the Bills go. Right. And uh, you know, they can't a, Yeah, he responded, he adjusted. He did he he took ownership, right? Yeah. Accountability. Um he got more he became more careful with the ball and he carried the Bills to um, you know, the, the two seed in the AFC and by himself lifted them over the, the jets and the, and the, and the dolphins. That's gotta be the, yeah. So I'd say the quarterback that wins the AFC East, Jalen hurts, uh, and is there another one? And, and then Mahomes in the lead. Um, would be the three quarterbacks, I'd say. The position player most likely to get it on offense would be Justin Jefferson. The On defense would be Micah Parsons. So that, yeah. that's my, that's, that would be my, MV. and now, ooh, now you can vote for five people. Oh, it, really? used to be, it used to be 50. People voting, one vote apiece. And now it's ranked voting. So it's 50 times five, which means that Geno Smith is going to get a lot more MVP votes than Russell Wilson ever has. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, if they keep it up, Seattle keeps it up. Yeah. If Gino keeps it up, yeah, that would be that would I mean, be. like you're gonna, have to pick, you're gonna have to pick your top five, right? So I just named three quarterbacks: Justin Jefferson and Michael Parsons. So that that conceivably would be my five if I wanted to not just make it all quarterbacks. So that's how we're getting to. So there's going to be 250 MVP votes a year. Instead of and we'll and we'll never have another. I I mean I guess if they're doing rank choice where it's like you have to put your you know your one your two your three your four and your five. I guess they could say you could still have a unanimous MVP. Yeah. They could still get all fifty first place votes. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why they did that. I mean, rank choice is just kind of a better way of doing things, anyways. Um, and kind of leads to more 
you'll get more names in the it's it's a good marketing thing right because you're going to end up getting more names in the mvp votes like normally like two maybe three guys get mvp votes and now you're going to have i mean i wonder how many different players would get mvp votes eight ten yeah right so um that's funny yeah in in just one year Geno Smith is going to get more votes than Russell Wilson. Get like fucking twenty MVP votes. Wilson's only got one, right? Zero. Never gotten one. I thought he had one. No. <laughs> Never gotten one. I went through on the early days of the podcast. I went through season by season and laid out for him. And that's where, when I was going through it, I was looking. That's where I kind of realized, like, hey. You've got to be a number one or a number two seed or throw for 50 touchdowns or like I was like, or be the only, you know, the only offensive weapon on a wild card team like Adrian Peterson was like, there's some, there's some rules that the MVP stuff has followed for the last 10 or 15 years. And like, I went through year by year because like Seattle fans were always like, Hey, it's, it's a crime. He's never gotten an MVP phone. And I went through year by year and I go, it's actually perfectly explainable. Yeah. Like if you yeah. if you look at it in if you just look at it in the hole and go, wow, nine Pro Bowls, no MVP votes, that's you're right. That sounds a little weird, but you only ever get to vote in the year that you're voting. And so you've got to look at the shit that went on that year. And so I went through year by year and I'm like, this all make, actually makes perfect fucking sense. Okay. You're not counting your votes, right? Not counting my vote, of course. Right. Right. He's got at least four votes from you. My vote is literally the only one he's ever gotten. Yeah. Well, there's weight there. There's some weight. I you, you would think at this point and 224 episodes later. How I'm not a member of the fucking media elite, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I mean, you want to talk about a crime. That's right. Crime. Yeah. Free Britney and free Nacho. Yeah, free Nacho. Um, and then I guess the other, the only other thing that was coming out of this game was Kelsey is now Shannon Sharp said that if Kelsey keeps this up another two three years that he will be the greatest tight end of all time, which is so right now it's Tony Gonzalez, correct? Uh, for me, it's Gronk. But doesn't is Gonzalez in the Hall of Fame? Sure, yeah, he is. Right, Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, Antonio Gates, um, uh, who am I missing? Uh, Gronk, Navarro, <laughs> Ned, no, um. Witten, Witten is like on the edge of the top five, but like you maybe need to go back to some of the older guys to kind of push him out of the top five. And, and that's what I do yeah. because I don't think he should be in the top five. Um, but Kelsey, Kelsey would certainly be the easy way to push Witten out of the top five at this point. Oh, for sure. And so, so your top five is probably Shannon Sharp, uh, in no order, Gronk, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharp, and Kelsey. And one of the top five just said, if he does this another two, three years, he's going to be the greatest tight end of all time. It's true. It's pretty impressive. How old is he now? 
He's getting up there, though. Yeah. He's 30, what, two? And that's where, you know. Yeah, he is he's 89. God, he's 33. You just turned Yeah, that's, 30- not a, that, that's not a low impact position either. The w- but that's the thing, the way he plays it, it kind of is. You know, it's like he's not he's he's not like Mike Jasicki who just doesn't block. Right? He's not like uh um uh Jimmy Graham, right, who is just basically a wide receiver. He does line up in line. He does, you know, he he is called on to block. He's not a devastating blocker, right? It's like not the thing that it's not going to get mentioned on his Hall of Fame plaque kind of thing. Um, and, you know, so from an all-around perspective, right, he might not even be the best tight end in the league right now, but he's so good at the the receiving side of things sure. that it's that because he's adequate as a blocker everything's fine everything else is fine right um yeah. and it's and and but it's but Gronk and Shannon Sharp I think specifically were really good fucking blockers did, did Gronk not play long enough, though? Gates or, or Gonzalez. Did Gronk play long enough, though? He was really young when he when he. Um, so what's what's crazy to me is. Uh, because I was looking at Kittle, because Kittle's old, and is he? He's fairly old. Um, Gronk might even be younger than Kelsey at this point. Yeah, Gronk retired early. Yo, is he he's thirty. Gronk is a few months older than Kelsey. They're both eighty nine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but like, here, let me see if I can pull this up. Hold please. Um, I I don't know. I just Gronk is my greatest tight end of all time. I'm just not sure anybody's been as physically dominant as he is at the position. As good as Kelsey is, I think I'd still rather have I'd, I'd rather have Gronk, um, because he can do all the receiving stuff and he blocked the shit out of people. Um, let me just put Kelsey and Gronk right next to each other. Just take a look here. So... Gronk averaged 15 yards of reception. So Kelsey just passed Gronk this year in yards. Kelsey's got 9,746. Gronk's got 9,286. Gronk has 92 fucking touchdowns. 
Kelsey's got 65. Um, Kelsey's like yards per reception, stuff like that is more in line with a very, like is more in line with like the Tony Gonzalez's and the Antonio Gates. Gronk's is in line with like fucking Jerry Rice. Right. Uh, receiver. One of the best receivers. Yeah. Top tier receivers. Right. Like that 15 yards per reception is fucking gross. Um, Gronk is, is, was a downfield threat the way yeah. that like, Kelsey kind of hasn't been. Um, Gronk's also got a bunch of rings. Um, uh, Kelsey's got what, two? One. So, I mean, it's going to get... And and I forgive, you know the 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 thing that people use against Gronk is he didn't play long enough. I'm like, dude, it's fucking tight end, bro. He played <laughs> he played 143 games at tight end plus an additional, God, how many fucking playoff games? Another 22 playoff games. Yeah. What about uh, where's Gonzalez on games played? Um. Let me add him in here. And I'll add Shannon. Yeah, he, he played he played for a long time. He played for forever, yeah. Um I'll add Gates in here. So in terms of games, Gonzalez played 270. Like double, oh, basically yeah. double Gronk. Wow. Gates played 236. Shannon Sharp played 204. Um, Gonzalez only played seven playoff games. So Grunt catches him a little bit. You know, now it's 277 to 160, you know, five. Um, but like Tony Gonzalez. So Kelsey 12.7, Gates 12.4, Shannon Sharp 12.3, Tony Gonzalez 11.4. Um like they just didn't and and let me just I'm just going to check uh Gonzalez Was like yards yards per reception. Like right. Kelsey uh, Gonzalez's career best was 12.9 yards per reception. Um and Gronk is averaging 15 for his career. Gronk is to me. Gronk is just an alien. Like he's the guy that you pick if in the Space Jam scenario, Gronkowski is playing tight end against the aliens. Right. Um. But yeah, his sixteen point three yards per reception, eleven touchdowns, thirteen seven with twelve, fourteen four with eleven, fourteen seven with seventeen. Just gross. Um. Anyways, so Gron- Gronk's my number one. I mean, like Kelsey, Kel- Kelsey, absolutely, probably already top five. How many touchdowns for Gronk? Where is everybody on touchdowns? Uh, Gates, one hundred and sixteen in two hundred and thirty-six games. Gonzalez, one hundred and eleven in two hundred and seventy games. Gronkowski, 92 and 143. In terms of touchdowns per game, Gronk is the only one over 
over 0.5. Right. That ratio is uh, pretty good. Right. So plus you put, you factor in the postseason success and everything else. And um, yeah, Gronk's, Gronk's my guy. And then you like, you do the whole, like, what are Brady stats with and without Gronk on the field, you know, and it'd be, you know, you kind of get a little bit of a chicken or the egg thing. Um, like Gronk played a big role in the back half of Brady's career. And part of the reason that he was able to stay so fucking good for so long was Gronk. So yeah, Gronk's Gronk's the number one for me. And I, and I, and I honestly, I don't think Kelsey's going to displace him for me in that conversation. I think he can absolutely, you know, kind of leapfrog the, the other three guys, Gates and Gonzalez and, and Shannon Sharp. Um, but he's doing like fucking Kelsey, dude. He's doing like, where's his? So last one, two, three, four, five, six straight thousand yard seasons. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six straight 80 catch seasons. You know, he's already got eight touchdowns. He'll probably beat his career best in touchdowns this year. His best career best is 11. He's already at eight this season. So, and that may, that might not even be including today's game. So he might already yeah, beat a lot. He had three of right? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think it includes today's. Yeah, it doesn't include today's. So yeah, so he's at eleven. He's at he just tied his career best in touchdown. So I'll love to Kelsey, but I just I just prefer Gronk. Gronk was good. Those his peak years, man, he was like unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, that was like I, I'm just not I'm just not sure I've I've ever seen anybody that's played the position better or been more dominant it's like the other guys like kind of all fit into clusters right you've got the the security blanket type guys right then you've got the offensive weapon type guys you've got the blockers and gronk was kind of all three of those things and i don't think anybody else has ever really been more than two So it's, that's the that's the rationale for me is that he did all he was all three of those things and and yeah, I, he was receiver he was a receiver. I don't think anybody else has been great at all three. I think he was great at all three. So, anyways, I'm good for tonight's podcast. If you are, you got anything you want to talk about? No, I'm good. There's a bunch of you know, like, the other games. We'll get to Zach Wilson and the Jets and. The fucking cowboy stomp and the Vikings. We'll get to all that tomorrow. Write up a proper agenda. Um, and uh, give me some time to think about how to connect everything together into a, a cogent podcast. Ooh, cohesion. Cohesion. Mm. Um, so, anyways, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I also don't want to okay. do any editing tonight. So, cool. we're, so. I'm just going to call it. Sounds good, man. Right, tomorrow, Niners Cardinals in Mexico City. Go Niners. Go Niners.
Well, that's not because it's a Mexico City. That's just what people say. Um, the uh, the it's going to be the, the Cardinals worry me because I think Kyle Shan's like three and seven against them. Like for whatever reason, this stupid franchise just gives us problems. Like we lost to fucking Colt McCoy last year for some fucking reason, and Colt McCoy might be starting. Sure. Oh my god. Somebody mentioned somebody mentioned Colt McCoy on the TV. I was like watching Sports Center, watching NFL Live or something. Somebody mentioned Colt McCoy playing on the living room TV. And my wife, without missing a beat, just goes, You serious? <laughs> I'm like, we're married. For, we're married for a reason. You're a perfect. Uh, did you guys start White Lotus yet? No, no, I think uh, we're going to, we got to clean up on, we're doing Yellowstone as kind of the, the thing we're watching together right now. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to try and watch Avenue five and, and, and get into that. Um, and the challenge, and then we'll probably, when the, when the challenge in, is over, we'll probably get into White Lotus. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, and then like, uh, there's some other ones like Sex Lives of College Girls or something was apparently funny. That uh, was funny. Yes, I did watch that. That was funny. So, yeah, there's probably um, some wife focused entertainment. Oh, what's the other one you got to watch? Uh, Sex Education. Okay. That one's, that one's fantastic. The, and then the, the, the wife has very strong feelings about the Brady and Giselle divorce that uh, I probably need to do a solo podcast with her on. Ooh, yeah, she, you should do that. She and, she and I, it like it got to the point where we were both passionate enough that I was just like, I just like, I was like, t -t -t no, no more. We're going to save it for the podcast. You want to bring her on a, for a segment tomorrow? Uh, probably not a segment. Like this, this might turn into its own kind of uh, couples counseling. Uh, oh, okay. I got it. So it might, go, it might go long. Like it might, we might all of a sudden end up like a tangent for us would end up talking about, you know, <laughs> our own marriage at length on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'll listen. Oh man. All right, brother. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. See you, buddy. Late. Late. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website 
are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.